I believe there's Sunday school, so the kids can go down for Sunday school. Freedom. That's what I'm preaching on. Freedom this morning. Freedom. All right. I listened to the prayer from Nick this morning. He said, thank you, Lord, for the freedom that we have to be able to worship you in our land. And we come to a passage this morning we are about to embark on. One where freedom is defined. And also a passage where Jesus' words or claims makes people very upset. So, uh, we pray that God will grant us the grace to look at it together. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will guide and guide and direct us as we look into your word. Help us, Lord, to be blessed this morning as we ponder on your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I think it will be very profitable that we read through this scripture together because I might not be able to read them um, in the slides. I do have them there in the slides, but depending on the time, I might not be able to read them. We go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. In John chapter 8, it begins with the story of a woman that was caught in adultery. And the teachers of the law or the Pharisees brought the woman to Jesus and um, they wanted to trap him and they said this woman was caught in adultery in the very act now Moses said in the law that she should be stoned to death what do you say And then Jesus stooped down and was writing and did as if he wasn't hearing the question. And so I believe somebody must have tapped him on the shoulder and said, did you hear what we just said? This woman was caught in adultery and 
We brought her to you. Moses says she should be stoned to death. What do you say? And then he stooped and then kept writing. Then they tapped him again. Then he looked up and said, well, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. He went back writing. And we are told that they all began to walk away, starting from the oldest to the youngest. And then Jesus looked up to the woman and said, where are your accusers? Does no one condemn you? She says, no one. And then the Lord said, neither do I condemn you. Which is where most people would have stopped. But he added, go and sin no more. And so he began to teach them. He said, I am the light of the world. And then began to talk about himself. And then as, as he kept going on this teaching, he came to a scripture that I want you to look at with me. John chapter 8 verse 31. I do have a very good translations here. But I'm going to read from the NIV to begin with. But I believe my slides are on the New American Standard translation. Okay? So, but before I read, I want to ask a question. Matt, what do I do? Do I press forward or backward or sideward? Side. What is freedom? It's open. You tell me. I'm waiting for you to tell me what freedom is. Go ahead, please. I'm not joking and there are no wrong answers. <laughs> I got some definitions from my nieces and nephews yesterday. That's why I need my note to read it for you, but I want yours first. So what is freedom? Everybody's shy. Somebody has to start. David or some, somebody has to tell me. What is freedom? What's that? Release from being captive. Okay, that's freedom. What else? No bondage. It's a good definition, very good definition. What? Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Okay, you heard that? An enduring will to give to each what belongs to him. What else? Only the guys have spoken. I'd like the ladies to speak. Choice, the ability to make choice, the ability to make choice, freedom. Freedom, okay. So you see the title of my message, I don't know if you notice it, let's see if I can go back 
So Martha, I do like that. Good. Freedom defined Jesus versus the teachers of the law. So that's the title. Any other definition before we read the scriptures? Liberty to do what is right. What a definition. Ability to exercise your right. So, the next question I will ask, are we free? We are. Okay, let me give you some definitions that I got from my samples. I found it quite humorous and I have been talking about freedom for quite a few, for quite a while. In fact, I, I began to talk about freedom a while back and then David came back from camp and said we had long sessions on freedom. I said, okay, freedom it is. Freedom is the ability to make a choice and execute it. I got that. And somebody told me freedom is to be, not to be afraid. And another child told me it's the doing something that God likes. I kind of like that. Um, choice without hindrance. And is the right to do anything without being restrained. Is the power or right to do what you want without any limitation and one other child told me, freedom is having no parents around. <laughs> all right? So, all right, all of that is uh, it's all good. And um, let's read. John chapter 8, verse 31. I'm reading from the NIV because of the simplicity and the clarity. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants, have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say we shall be set free? Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, anyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to the family. So... If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. And they said, Abraham is our father, they answered. Then Jesus said, if you were Abraham's children, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. 
You are doing the works of your father. Now they begin to abuse him. Listen. <laughs> we are not illegitimate children, they pr protested. The only father we have is God himself. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father. That's it. Those are strong words. Jesus is saying, you belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. The Jews answered him, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I'm not demon-possessed, Jesus said. But I honor my father and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly I tell you, whoever obeys my words will never see death. Strong words. At that they exclaimed, now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophet. Yet you say that whoever obeys your word will never taste it. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, if I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My father, whom you claim as your father, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I say I did, that did not, I will be a liar like you. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He said it and was glad. He saw it and was glad. Then they answered, you are not yet 50 years old. They said to him, and you have, and you have seen Abraham? Very, very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At that they picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus hid himself, sleeping away from the temple ground. Strong words. So freedom. Some will say that freedom is absence of restraints. No laws or regulations. Just do what we like. Nobody tells us anything that we should do. But it's not completely true that freedom is without law or regulation. For example, if there were no, if it means no law or regulations, it means I can just go to that road. Instead of driving on the right side, I can choose to ride, drive on the left side. What do you think will happen if I do that? Chaos. <laughs> Most likely I will cause uh, some problems. So. Freedom doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean no laws or restraint. 
or doing whatever you like. But there are some key passages I want you to note. John 8, 34 to 35, Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone, no exclusion, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. And John 8, 51 is one of the most striking claims of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, it was this claim that got them all riled up in that passage. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will, notice, never see death. Never. You know, you don't use the word never means what? Never. It doesn't leave any room. Never means never. No exclusion. And the condition for not seeing death is to keep the words of the Lord Jesus. And then in John 8, 58, he says, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. So three headings tonight, this morning. God's purpose for man, woman, children, is freedom. God's method of freedom is truth. God's revelation of truth is Jesus Christ. Now, from those themes, even if I said nothing else, you will realize that without the Lord Jesus Christ, you cannot speak of freedom in the true sense. Now, let me explain, because I don't know how much I can cover, but let me explain. I know we are free in Canada, right? We are free to worship, free to praise God. But everyone sitting here has an expiry date. In other words, we are, so to speak, without Christ, slaves to sin and its consequences, which is death. It's only Jesus that gives you freedom and freedom indeed, one that, one that transcends time and eternity. You feel free now, but when death knocks at the door, you realize, hmm, I am really not free. I'm in bondage. And it's in bondage to sin. And there's nothing I can do about it. But if you have the Lord Jesus Christ, death is an entrance to glory. It doesn't take you away, it takes you to glory. So that's why, you know, I just want to explain that because I have a few slides that I'm going to roll, 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 and I just don't want you to miss it. So God's purpose for everyone is freedom, 
God's method of freedom is truth, and God's revelation of truth is Jesus Christ. So we read this passage where Jesus said, if you continue in my words, you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And Jesus makes this claim, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. So, we are all created in the image of God with tremendous potential. And um, when you are born again or become a believer in Jesus Christ, you have additional potential because you have the spirit of God in you. So, with this potential, you have the privilege to fulfill all kinds of opportunities that God brings your way. It could be at church, it could be at home, at work, wherever it is, you have potential. So, we are not free to do what we want, but we are free to be all that God wants us to be. I want you to think about Adam and Eve. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. They were free to walk, talk, and do whatever the Lord asked them to do. But they did not have freedom to disobey God's command. They could do many things, so much, almost boundless freedom. But there was a boundary of love that God placed that they could not cross. And they thought, well, we have all this freedom. How about the boundary? They stayed, as long as they stayed within that boundary, it was all good. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Let me define freedom because I'm going to define it at the end as well. This is my definition is the privilege and the power to become all that God wants you to become. Privilege, the power, the opportunities to be all that God wants you to become. And the Bible is a book of freedom. You will agree with me that if you begin from Genesis and Exodus, you will see that the children of Israel were in bondage and the Lord brought freedom to them. And Whenever they sinned or did something that was contrary to God, they found themselves being oppressed by people. In fact, remember when Jesus said, if the son shall set you free, you will be free indeed. What did those teachers of the law say? We've never been in bondage to anyone. How dare you tell us that we need to be set free? Was that true? Not true. Even while they were speaking, they were being ruled by Rome. They have been in bondage to the Persians. They have been in bondage to the Grecians, to Babylonians, to all kinds of people. And so when Jesus said, if the son said to you free, they said, we have never been in bondage. But history shows that they've been in bondage for many years. And the cross of Jesus Christ speaks of freedom. 
I told my wife, I like to edit this note, take it out because uh, uh, I like to be the one talking. I said, but I remember, you might not hear my accent sometimes, but if you can read, you might be able to see what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right? So I said, I will leave it there. Hopefully you will get something. So the cross speaks of freedom from the bondage of sin, the guilt of sin, and the punishment that comes from sin. And so I want to note that freedom begins with salvation. Then said Jesus to those Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my words, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Somebody says, oh, no, we are not in bondage. As long as you are mortal, you are caved in by sin and death. There can be no liberty from that except the Lord Jesus Christ intervenes. So to some extent, we are all born without freedom. So when someone trusts the Lord Jesus Christ as his savior, he has freedom from the guilt, the punishment, and the judgment of sin. He has freedom to walk with God. He has freedom to become all that God wants him to be. So, God's purpose for man is freedom. I love to read the scriptures because it's powerful. Jesus answered them saying, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. If the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Only Jesus Christ can give freedom. That's my first point. Only Jesus Christ can give freedom that transcends death. We've read this passage. I would have loved to read it because the conversation is very interesting. Because Jesus begins by saying, if the Son will set you free, you're free indeed. And then they said, we've never been in bondage to anyone. Abraham is our father. How dare you tell us that we'll be free? And Jesus said, yeah, if Abraham is your father, then you won't seek to kill me. They said, we are seeking to kill you because of what you are saying. He said, Abraham didn't seek to kill. And then they said, well, God is our father. Then Jesus said, if God is your father, then you will love me. And you will listen to my word. They said, well, we are not listening to you because you are not saying the right things. And then and said, God is your father. This man, we've told you, you are crazy. And you are demon possessed. You are a Samaritan. And you are illegitimate, born of fornication. They said all of that to Jesus Christ in this passage because of his teaching. But he kept his cool and kept going. So God's method of freedom is truth. And so Jesus tells the teachers of the law the truth. And they didn't like it. 
He identifies himself with the Father in heaven, and he identifies them with the Father from hell. They were in bondage, and they did not know it. My friend, the worst kind of bondage is one that you are in, and you are not even aware. I suggest to you that most people in the world are, and they are not aware of it. And these guys were not exceptions. The teachers of the law thought that they were free, but they were really in bondage to Satan and uh, sin. And so the truth that Jesus said is this. God is not your father because you do not love me. He's not your father because you do not hear my words. He's not your father because you do not believe me. That, those are hard words. Those are exclusive words. So for one to claim to be a child of God, he has to love the Lord Jesus Christ. He has to hear his words. He has to believe him. And he says, the devil is your father because you're acting like him. And then he made it clear, the devil does not stand in the truth, has no truth. His mode of oppression is telling lies. Two powers at work in the world. That from heaven and that from hell. That from heaven comes from God and is operates on the basis of truth. That from hell is from Satan and it operates on the basis of lies. And Satan uses lies to bring people into bondage. While God's words sets people free and gives them fulfillment. Remember, at the very beginning, in the book of Genesis, we encounter our great, 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 great grandparents, Adam and Eve. And God told them, you are free to do whatever you want, but only this. And that was the truth. When Satan showed up, what did he say? Yea, has God said? And then he introduced something. Whatever God say is not true. You will not die. What God is trying to do is trying to keep you away from enjoying things. He doesn't want you to be like him. Those were lies. And they responded by saying, okay, we think you are right, and God is wrong. We are going to disobey God. And what happened? Exactly what God said, they set it in motion. Death entered the world. In fact, Romans says, as for one man's sin, death entered the world. So, Satan offers freedom based on disobedience to the word of God. And friends, I want to tell you, there can be no freedom when one disobeys God. Like I said, you know, you are age in because we are all ultimately heading towards death. And what do you do when that constraint shows up? 
you have no ability to set yourself loose. That's why you need the Son, the Son of God. If the Son will make you free, you'll be free indeed. And Satan told them that you will be like God. I don't know if you realize it. Most people think that they're wiser than God these days. We know more than God. Look at our technology. When God first showed up on the scene, there was no Wi-Fi. Or whatever you want to call it. So now we are gods. The problem is that they are living a lie. They've chosen to believe the lie of Satan. And that makes people to be in bondage. Come on. So truth is given to us in three ways. The Lord Jesus Christ himself declared, I am the way and the truth. The truth. And then we read in this passage where it says, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth. In John 17, 7, it says, sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. And the spirit of God is also truth. I'm looking at my time, and I'm hoping to finish. See, that's why I'm pressing the button. You can get the slides, you know, when it's done. So when the spirit of God reveals the son of God in the word of God, we experience freedom. There can be no freedom that lasts forever without a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't say it enough. So, and Jesus made this claim, and I, I like you to think about it when you get home. This is a passage I want you to think about. It's, it's such a such a radical claim that it was at this point when he made this claim, truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The teachers of the laws and the Pharisees went, wow, who do you think you are? Abraham is dead. Moses is dead. All of these people are dead, and you are telling us if a man keeps your word, and at that point they said, there's something wrong with you. And you're a Samaritan. But the Lord Jesus was so calm in making the presentation because he was taking the truth. The one who was going to conquer death, the one who has power over death, made the claim, and they didn't believe him. So only Jesus can give Underline the word, eternal freedom. I can't read this because of time. But let's read the main theme. God's revelation of truth is Jesus Christ. He is the revelation of God's truth. He was a free man. You have to agree. If you disagree with me, get into the Gospels. Matthew, 
Mark, Luke, and John and read it. And try to find something that put him in bondage or that constrained him. You will find nothing that constrained him. And he can give freedom because he has freedom. If every man is subject to bondage, it means no other man can give you true freedom. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can offer freedom. He wasn't shackled by sin. I heard so much about he did not sin. He knew no sin. There was no sin in him this morning during breaking of bread. He was not in bondage to any man or system. And um, he was not afraid of things that people fear. It's strange to sleep through a storm while others are being shackled. You are sleeping. And then they wake you up. You said, they said, don't you care that we perish? And then you stretch. said, why are you disturbing me? And he spoke to the storm. He rebuked evil spirits, things that people are afraid of. And he went to Calvary without fear. God's revelation of truth is Jesus Christ. He spoke to them and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Because he's the eternal God. So Jesus can give eternal freedom because Jesus is the eternal God. I'm rushing these slides. Keep going. So should we pursue freedom? The answer is no. Then what should we pursue? Continue in my words. The word of God. What else? Come on. To enjoy freedom. We must get to know Jesus Christ. There is no option. No option. We must spend time studying and meditating on his words. And we have to cultivate and maintain an ongoing love for Jesus Christ. That's the essence of worship, fellowships, and meeting. And we must obey his words. Now, my definition of freedom as defined from the word of God. Freedom is life controlled by truth and motivated by love. Freedom is the product of a living relationship with Jesus Christ. Walking with him, talking with him, learning from him. Finally free once you have the Lord Jesus Christ. If the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. More to come. And so we are going to sing a song as we close. Now, you can see it's a long message. There's lots to say, but we will be looking at these themes, freedom from the law, freedom from sin, freedom from things, freedom from the past, and future freedoms. And it's all tied on one person, the Lord Jesus Christ, the gateway to freedom.
All right, let's pray, and then we will sing, and then we are done. But before you go, grab a bite. See you at 2 o'clock, and if you don't know the address, Jibola, Lanre, they can tell you where they live. Just if you drop in, just any dropping between, any time you drop in for two minutes, five minutes, they will appreciate it. All right, any time from two. So let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Help us to fall in love with Jesus once again and to make him the object of our lives because only Jesus offers true freedom. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Who you say I am?